Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Irving and hello everyone and welcome to episode 134 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw and Smackdown. We're probably going to talk about the G1 and we're going to take some questions from Facebook and Twitter I saw. Um, My name is John and joining me as always is the Shawn Michaels to my Triple H. How have we not done that one before? Marianne, hello. It's the 20th anniversary of D-Generation X. I know, but honestly, why have we not done that one before? I'm sure we may have, but I don't know. We're just doing it because it's the 20th anniversary. Which Can uh... I just be the road dog to your <laughs> Triple H? I mean, well, if if we're doing that, that's technically not original D-Generation X. So I think we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the original D-Generation X. Yes, yes, we is. So there you go. I saw everyone wearing the shirts. I didn't watch the Xavier Woods trumpet. I didn't watch that thing. Did you see they posted a video of them? No. I didn't watch it. So. Oh, shit. It's up there, people. You can go watch it. I bet it's great. Marianne, uh, in the middle of a yawn, I think. How are you? I had coffee today, and I've been sleeping totally fine. I don't know why I've been, like, exhausted, so that sucks. Um, I got a tetanus shot Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday morning, Um, and so my arm fucking hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, she gave me the— Why did you need a tetanus shot? Because I was overdue for one. Oh. You're supposed to get them every so often. Really? And I hadn't had one in forever. And she was like, you're overdue for a tetanus shot. And I was like, okay, fine. Because I didn't really have anything to do. You're overdue? And I don't mind, I don't mind shots at all. Um, so. I don't. Okay. So I don't mind shots. I think. I, I don't like getting blood drawn. That I can't do. Yes. Yes. Did you see my tweet about that the other day? I don't know if I did. Well, because I was reading... Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> that's a burp. Hard body, how to be one uh-huh, by Ryan yes. Nemeth. Yes, and he talks about how when he had to get his blood drawn when he was signed, he would avoid it like the plague, and he knew he had to, and because he would Ugh. faint, and he didn't want people to make fun of him because he fainted because he was so scared. And so he had, oh my god, who did he have go with him? There was this one wrestler that was signed with him that was super intimidating and he was like, I'll have that person take me and make me go because he would go. The doctors were like, okay, we'll set up a separate clinic for you to go to, like a doctor one, so there won't be people there when you inevitably faint. Uh And so... He went and he was like, yeah, I went to the doctor's office and I got so scared in the waiting room that I literally ran out of the building. Oh, my God. And so he knew he had to take someone with him next time because he was so scared to do it. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never identified so hard with somebody. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, he's like, I can do it now without fainting. But now I really can't do shots without like crying. Like, oh, wow. Horrified of needles. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of them either. But I mean. The, the better of the uh, the Nemeth. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, where you know what? 
Where the fuck is Dolph Ziggler? That's a great question. Do we care? Um, no, but I'm kind of. You know what? It's kind of good that he's been he's been given some time off because maybe when he comes back, uh, we won't be sick of him anymore. You know what? I'm kind of down with that. There's some people who I wish would take some time off because I'm sick of seeing them. Randy Orton. In the words of someone who uh, gets a lot of flack for saying shitty things nowadays, uh, in the words of Jim Cornette, how can we miss you if you don't go away? It's true. It's totally true, but also fuck him because he was mean to my boo. I know. I know. And by my boo, I mean Chuck Taylor. Yes. Shouldn't we, have called him that. We know. Um, How have you been? I've been well. Um, Just preparing for... The Long Beach Comic Con, where NOTLG will be in full effect, doing some stuff and some things. Other than that, trying to figure out a giveaway for for uh, the old TTR here. Nobody really seemed to uh, give a shit. Uh, we have listeners. Oh, God, that wasn't even a disguise shoot. That was just an out there fuck you guys. I mean, we have listeners, and I said, hey, uh, I have a bunch of wrestling dvds that i might want to that unload. is a huge glaring knife point at dan and dominic no it's <laughs> it's i know we have listeners i've seen the numbers i do the numbers monthly i know we have listeners and uh you know if you want to do a giveaway if you would like a giveaway just uh i have way too many wrestling dvds that uh, i don't think i'm I'm going to be watching anytime soon. Your Chikara ones, you mean? Uh, those and probably my uh, ROH ones. I have a lot of R- old ROH ones. Listeners. I also have deal. collections. He's got deals on Chikara DVDs. Fucking get on that shit. I also have collections upon collections of old PWG stuff. Fuck you. Uh, I probably won't be getting rid of my badass mother 3000 just because that was personally sold to me by one Joey Ryan at an APW Halloween Hell event where he was dressed as Spider-Man. I have a Best Friends DVD given to me by Joey Ryan. The Best Friends with Joey Ryan. Nice. So, uh, yeah, things are going uh, pretty pretty well over here. So uh, shall we get in into it? Side note, I have very important news. I will be rooming with Max from Portland for Bola. Oh, cool. Yes, I, I hit him up and he was like, sup, boo, because he calls us the combo of us, Maxi Ann. But I just, what it's did I call name. us? Uh, Bujo Maxi. And he was like, yes, because he calls me Bujo Rowley. Spoiler alert, I'm wearing a Mojo Rowley shirt right now. I'm wearing my uh, Kevin I'm Owens I'm also shirt. wearing Zubas. I might as well just have the tape on my face. Where are my Zubas, um, Marianne? I can get you Mets colored Zubas. I'm, wa- I'm not even shitting you. I'm I will have it happen. I'm waiting. Okay, but um, I'm going to be rooming with Max. Hopefully <laughs> the same place we were before, the Travelodge Porn Hotel. I'm sorry, the what? The Travelodge totally had a porn film in their hotel. I just called it the Porn Hotel, oh. is what Dan Barry and I call it. Um, but yeah, we can get started now with Raw. Is sure. that what we're starting with? Sure, let's start with Raw. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> that's what we usually start with. I don't know what else we would have started with. Well, we didn't start with Raw last time, I don't think. We started that's because I was talking about, time. well, yeah, and I was talking about the G1. Truth. Which I'm still behind on as of this listen. I was going to say, don't uh, avoid the subject, John. <laughs> have you watched it or not? As of this recording, which it is the 10th, you're, you'll be listening to this on the 11th, I am... I think four shows behind, which is very good considering where I was behind the last time we we spoke. Um, Juice Robinson is having a fantastic G1. I have yet to watch the Kenny Omega-Juice Robinson match, but I heard that's a great match. And I heard the Suzuki-Minoru Suzuki-Okada match is great as well. 
if Juice Robinson was a juice, what flavor juice would he be? Carrot. That's not an actual joking riddle. I'm serious. What flavor do you think a Juice Robinson would be? Probably carrot. Like a, a carrot or mango? Be, or he would be like the green like superfood one. Mango. The superfood huh? juice. He'd be like the Odwalla superfood. The green juice. You don't like that? I I thoroughly. You know what? No. So here we go. Because some people don't like Juice Robinson, but I really enjoy that juice. So, you know, it's not for everyone, but people do enjoy it. Nailed it. Can Moving we just on. call him Odwalla Robinson from now on? I'm down. That'd probably be what his name would be if he went back to WWE. Odwalla Robinson. <laughs> he sounds like he's Australian. All right. Koala Robinson. So Monday Night Raw opens up with Miz. The Miztourage and Maurice, who I thought her name was something else for one second, but it's not. What's wrong? What's this face you're making? That jacket dress she was wearing looked so uncomfortable. Like, she was probably miserable under those lights. You could tell how thick it was. Like, it looked so uncomfortable. Mi she was miserable. Nailed it. Yeah, I feel like somebody said that. Yeah, probably. So he's no, no. It was another Miz pun. Miz can be turned into a lot of puns. It can. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out after Miz calls out Jason Jordan. Yes. The the obtuse Angle. Um, oh, John's shaking his head. I'm real proud Yikes. of that joke. Um, and he introduces Brock as Miz's guest instead. Yes, and uh, the Miz does a very good Paul Heyman impression. Miz, when he announced Brock and Brock and Heyman came out. Miz did what I like to call no, like selling a no sell. I had tweeted about this where the look yeah, on I his face that. was like selling, but also no selling at the same time. And Miz is the only person I can think of who does that like flawlessly. And then he cut a fucking beastly promo. Yes, also, he did. Fucking fire. I remember I texted you and I was like, we need to speed up process on Miz Shrine because holy shit, Miz is fire. Um, yes. All hail. Yeah. All hail. They stood there staring at each other in the ring for an awkward amount of time. First of all, that sign that said, hey, Miz, white belts are for women. I was hoping you would comment on this. First of all, fuck you. Belts are for anyone who wears pants. End of story. Second of all, Curtis Axel looks like a lovely Mormon lad. I will call him Elder Axel from now on. <laughs> That's great. You're laughing because it's true. Uh, Paul Heyman's reaction gave me life. Just throwing the mic on the ground and then leaning on the chair. That was so great. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that. If if one person could hold a candle to Paul in terms of mic skills, it is for sure the Miz. Like Miz is easily the best talker they have. Um, and the, I love Dean Ambrose, but Miz is like light years ahead of so many people. Speaking of him throwing the mic on the ground. When he went to go get it again, I was like, it reminded me of that time that Dean cut that killer promo and then threw the mic down because he was so heated, not remembering he needed to give it to Roman after he yes. was done with it. Yeah. Oh, Dean. <laughs> the Mr. Potato Head promo. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Uh, and then Brock just beats everybody up because Brock. Yes, because Brock. Uh, we had Seth Rollins taking on Sheamus. And, Again. Uh, you know, last week you m had mentioned about the new Rollins music, and I think I kind of glossed over it last week because I didn't hear uh, the new part to Seth Rollins' theme, which is uh, a... No longer a garage band song. It's a screamy voice saying, burn it down, and I honestly don't think it's that bad. Like Everyone's like, oh, it isn't. oh man, that's so bad. 
We've had way worse entrance things. Uh, I would like to just point out everything that happened in the mid-2000s where everyone's music started with their catchphrase, which was just god-fucking-awful. Isn't that what Mrs. still does? Mrs. kind of does. I mean, I would say it does the quiet on the set thing first. It doesn't start off with him saying, it used to, and um, Hardcore Holly's uh, How Do You Like Me Now was always, uh, that was great, that was cool. It's just like they 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 thought the if you smell what the rock is cooking one that was like the the first one that took off in that sense then they're like we should just do this shit with everybody. This reminds me of I think somebody tweeted this or it was a Tumblr post where they said I always imagine people singing their own WWE entrance themes and the response was oh my god I just pictured Big Show going well it's the Big Show and singing his own fucking theme. That'd be great. I would love and then that. they posted a picture of the Big Show looking like you saying it. It was so hysterical. Like, don't tell me Big Show wouldn't be back there just belting his own. Oh game. yeah, it would be great. Uh, so match was fine. I thought Sheamus steals one. This match, the the match this week and the match last week were both great. Yeah, they were both very um, good. This Seth and Dean thing is a really bizarre romance movie. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Just but wait, we'll um, get there. I love that they didn't go with a predictable outcome, but we'll get there. So Rollins is attacked. Sheamus and Cesaro looking for Ambrose as they beat up Seth. Cesaro. And we get a oh, huge, we get a huge, we want Ambrose chant. And I apologize, my phone turned off, so uh, I did mention Cesaro. You just made the list! I have an action figure of Cesaro on my desk at work. I have seen it. I've seen the picture of it. It's next to an Ambrose one. Remember that tag team? Wasn't that a tag team briefly? Yes, Dean Zaro. Dean Zaro. Anyway. It might, it might be the background on my computer right now. Actually, no, it's the Shield one where it's after that one match and... Seth looks like he's sleeping. Dean has his head on the table. That's That was the best. That was the night before, I think. Um, yes. That was the greatest. That was the I, had, greatest I think that's my background. Ever. It was so good. Where Dean just picks his head up and like burns Roman hardcore and then puts his head back down yes. again. <laughs> uh, a huge We Want Ambrose chant. And this stuff is just the thing that dreams are made of. It's just such a good storyline. So then the next thing we get is a backstage where Rollins... The saddest boy on earth just got his ass kicked and he's walking, you know, back through the locker room area and he comes up to Ambrose and Ambrose like, I told you, I told you not to put yourself in that position, but you, you did it anyway. Ob- obnoxiously chewing gum. Of course, as always. Uh, I told you not to put yourself in that position. Now, now I look like an asshole because I didn't come out and help you, but I told you not to do it. And Rollins just goes, what do I got to do, man? To prove that I'm not that guy anymore. I wrote, one rose won't do jack shit, Setherson, as my note. <laughs> Setherson A rose Rollins. and an I'm sorry isn't going to do anything, Setherson. You got to do it with actions, bro. With your actions. I just pictured him standing outside, like, in fucking love, actually. With, like, the sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Or with the boombox outside the window. Oh, my God. Uh, Playing the shield theme. Can I get Seth? Because you know how they have the thing where they had Braun Strowman just do lines from, I can't remember what movie it was, but then they had Seth do lines from Mean Girls. From Juno. (laughs) Seth did lines from Mean Girls. I really want him to just read the 10 things I hate about you poem. Oh, my God. Just at reply and see if he'll do it. Oh, for sure. That's the greatest thing. I want it to be a thing. 
So Rollins runs off after he goes, what do I got to do to prove to you that I'm not that guy anymore? He leaves. We then get a uh, Jason Jordan versus Curtis Axel match. And then here's my first note for this match. You're laughing. I'm not sure why. I'm laughing because what what do I got to do to make you like forgive me? And I immediately started singing in my head the Elton John song. What do I got to do to make you love me? And then I just... That's a, has anyone made a fan video like that with Ambrose and Rollins? What do I got to do to make you care? What do I do when lightning strikes me and I look up and you're not there? (laughs) It's so relevant. It is. It's very, it's very relevant. Um, So Jason Jordan versus Curtis Axel. And my first note here is why did they do this to American Alpha? Why did they do this to us? Oh, because you actually watched Raw. I watched I did. Raw. Hello, I'm I'm back on, on full Raw. This Raw goes to 11. Full Raw, like raw meat, like no cooked meat, completely bloody rare. You never raw. you never go full Raw, and unfortunately I did. So um, he's, full Raw dog. He's, uh, I'm trying to figure out what's happening here with Jason Jordan. Are, are we trying to get him heat? Because we were in Canada, and uh, so he was supposed to fight Curtis Axel, Curtis Axel not cleared to compete because he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar. And they go, hey, Kurt, uh, Kurt Angle goes, hey, you go out there and fight him. This is your big chance. And the guy is a local guy from Canada. So it's the U.S. versus Canada guy. And everyone's just booing Jason Jordan. And I'm I don't understand what we're trying to do here. I don't know why they did that either. I'm still confused. Well, obviously, I didn't see it, but I'm sticking with my Jason Jordan is the obtuse angle fair that's because he sure as hell ain't the acute angle i'll let you have it it's fine i am i'm i'm so proud of myself Uh, geometry was the only type of math i was good at speaking of booing people that i'm not sure we should be booing did you see the bailey interview oh yeah (laughs) holy crap people are booing bailey because she's thanking people for their support what is happening? This she's is too, indeed bizarro land. She's too vanilla. I guess so. I don't I don't know, but we have um Bailey's out for SummerSlam. She cannot compete because uh Nia Jax threw her down on the ground and injured her shoulder and everyone's crying about it. So They're booing about it. What? No, they're not. So, we're going to have two uh triple threat matches. The the winner of each of those triple threat matches or they're going to fight each other, I believe, next week and then whoever wins that is going to fight uh, Alexa Bliss. God damn it. You just made the list. Alexa, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, They're going to fight Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And the first match is Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks versus Emma. You just made the list. With Alexa Bliss on commentary. I don't know why Alicia Fox is on your list. She's like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. I mean, she is. I could have hit the list thing three times right now, but... I I think she's so pretty. Is she on your list? Yeah, she was, remember? Oh. So am I hitting it for you then? What? You just made the list! There we go. I guess you so, can. Uh, this match was it was it was all right. I will say, holy fuck, that shining wizard to Emma, dear God, Sasha. Yeah, fucking hell. Bring it down a notch there. But Sasha ends up winning. You know, it, as if she, she does. does it to anybody, Emma can take it. Yes, because it's Emma. Um, next up, and she likes to take things without paying for them. <laughs> wow, what a callback! What a callback! More on those later. 
We then had um, the new tag team of Enzo Amore and Big Show taking on the club. And uh, it was it was a thing. And then Sir Colin Cassidy of Jersey came out and he punched some people. So do you want to hear my theory? Yes, if it wakes me up from you describing what just happened. I think this whole Enzo Cass breakup is a work is a ruse to make them both heal. And Enzo's going to turn on the big show at SummerSlam. Oh, I still can't bring myself to care. Now, the, the thing about it is, as cool as that would be, there is supposed to be a superstar shakeup right after SummerSlam. Not immediately after, but like a week or two, probably. So, I mean, my idea could not, could not even be a thing. Like, Enzo could be shipped off to somewhere else. So, I don't know. It's just a theory I'm throwing around. Yeah, it's it's something that you really have to think about, because at the moment, you... you there's only a couple people where it's like, oh, you need to bump that person back down. But all of the 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 storylines are fine where they're at right now, usually. It's just kind of doing things with the people that aren't doing anything. Because you don't want to fuck up the stuff you already have going on. Yes. But, I mean, like, with the shakeup, that stuff doesn't matter. I feel like they're going to approach the shakeup a little differently this time. Because it felt like they did it in the middle of angles. You know, the like... What if they shake it up and put the money in the bank briefcase on Raw and just send Baron Corbin over to Raw? Since Money in the Bank was a SmackDown pay-per-view, what if they send him over to kind of keep them still connected? That would be insane. I'm sorry. It would be crazy, but I I would be more on more on big banter a little later because I have I have some words not for John Cena. I have some words for something else. But if you clap at Mojo, I'm gonna be so pissed. Oh no! I it has nothing to do with any person. Okay. Actually, it might. I'm not sure. So uh, the next segment we had was a uh, Finn Balor Bray Wyatt segment, and I didn't watch it. So next segment. Because fuck you, Bray Wyatt, you boring piece of garbage. Man, this is just way to make me not care about Finn Balor. Thumbs up. We then had uh, Dean Ambrose taking on Cesaro. You just made the list. (laughs) And this was a fantastic match. Uh, This is one of the best Dean Ambrose matches I've seen in a little while. Fuck yes. Um, Uh, I mean, let me take that back. I'm sorry. The tag team match they had was very good. It was great. Singles um, match. Singles match. I'm really bummed I missed Cesaro fuck up his entrance because apparently Corey made fun of him for like the entire match. I didn't see. I don't. I didn't hear that. Apparently. Apparently Cesaro fucked up his entrance, or I was told by I believe Jaron. Huh. Wait, is it Jaron or it might have been Jaron? But uh, also this match, Babe Alert. Uh, both of them. I love them both. The graps were excellent, like the actual grappling, the actual grappling, like the mat work was really good. All the top rope stuff made me very nervous. They did a very good job. The mat work was brilliant. It was like Drew Gulak level really good. Um, Booker, shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? Stop talking about shit that isn't shit anymore. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He's making no sense. They were they were on him so bad throughout that entire thing. It really warms my heart though that they were competing Ambrose and Cesaro chants. Like Yes. Those are my boys and I'm so happy. Um I love it. Can I just say probably my favorite Dean Ambrose move is when he does the La Magistral Cradle pin. Yeah, you can say that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. It 
looks great. It's just a slick move, and I like it when he does it. Um, that sign in the background that said, mmm, sacrilegious, made me laugh really hard. <laughs> Can we just talk about how Dean Ambrose will clothesline people so hard that he clotheslines himself? Yes. <laughs> like... Uh, really like he uses so much force that it like knocks him backwards like he doesn't know his own strength which is bullshit i wish that was a thing where you didn't know your own strength and was just like constantly like using too much strength to like when you pick up a jug of milk and there's way less milk in it than you thought and it goes boom and it hits the top of the fridge have you ever done that i have done that yes yeah, it's the fucking worst. Uh, Seth comes out. Well, uh, Dean gets the win via roll-up, I believe. Yes, he does. And Cesaro and Sheamus attack Ambrose, and here comes Seth freaking Rollins. He's going to burn it all crying. down, You're people. Crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. And uh, the crowd, my goodness, this crowd was fucking hot. They were fucking ready for this shit. Now, let's just, he comes out, clears house, and we are in the ring. We do the the kind of like Seth has his back to Dean thing. Turns around, and you can see Dean internalizing, I believe is what it is. It was the most brilliant thing the he did such a good job struggle the internal struggle that he was fighting with himself that was performance fucking brilliance and then like, like he looked like he was about to cry don't even he puts out the fist <laughs> his sad little fist he puts um, out his sad little fist and they milked it for like i want to say like 40 seconds and i'm like this is great it was brilliant that zoom out job that was like slow zooming out, just showing everybody losing their fucking minds when they were just facing each other. And Dean, like it was that acting job. If you don't, people need to give Dean more credit. And if you need reasons to watch that because his, he is so brilliant at acting. And I don't even think he knows, knows that he is like, it was, it was amazing. And so he puts his fist out and I'm like, this isn't going to happen right now. I like, was even people that were like this i'm not gonna mark out over this moment you found yourself fucking excited you didn't think you would be as excited as you actually turned out to be when this happened you're lying to yourself if you're saying you're not excited i was excited but i was yes, not excited when seth looked at his fist and then walked away honestly good on you seth why explain that's a that's a that's a one-up like you are really showing that you came out and did it because because he said the hell you would come out and do the same thing for me, you know, and then he did. And to by bumping fists, that would be like it still needs more to work on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. With with how fucking pissed off Dean was literally for like a year or more afterwards. You can't just have it end like that. It needs to be stretched out a little bit more. And I feel like Seth is basically saying, I'm doing this and I'm not doing this to for anybody's gain. I'm doing this because I'm legitimately sorry. And if you're going to do that, I don't want you to do that until you know, like you really mean it kind of thing. You know, like I don't, I, I may be looking too far into it, but with how much they milk the Dean, like literally coming unglued. I mean, not literally coming, I'm figuratively coming yes. unglued. CM Punk would be like, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. um, you should probably fix that. But I, I feel like it needs a little bit more. And I liked how they ended it like that. And I liked how they didn't give the predictable ending to the Seth match where you're like, oh, Dean's going to come out, obviously. And then he didn't. You know, yes. and I liked how they did that. It was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
good times. Uh, we then had the second triple threat match, which was uh, Dana Brooke taking on Nia Jax and Mickey James. Uh, we had Alexa Bliss. You just made the list on commentary once again. Uh, Nia Jax wins, so next week we're going to get Nia versus Sasha, and the winner of that goes on to face Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Dana, I missed you. Yeah, I mean, good for her being back on. I'm sure with the shake-up. She's so pretty. Is she on your list? No. I just Dana, Dana is just somebody who I want to do well, because having seen her outside of, like, you, everybody, listeners know how I am. I really like someone once I see, like, like someone more once I see how their general actual behavior is in real life. And Dana just seems like a legit cool person. Hence the reason why I love Mojo Rally so much, because he's so fucking nice. Like, he's, he lives his gimmick. That's not even a gimmick. That's, like, his life. But Dana just seems like she would be so cool. I believe they used to carpool together at some point, too. I would Now that I think about it. it, on breaking ground. Oh, but... that's funny. I just That just occurred to me right now. But, yeah, that main event. So at, right? Is that what happened after? No, let me get let me get one more thing in, and then we got the main event. Uh, so big Cass, or I, I can't even remember who goes back to Kurt Angle, but who fucking cares? We're gonna have Big Show versus Ca- Cass at SummerSlam with Enzo in a shark cage above the ring. A shark cage? Yes, I don't know. Who cares? Next, if it's up, not shaped like a shark, I don't give a shit. John Zioni. Ooh, I'm so tired of talking about Big Cass and Enzo. It's just. Like, who gives a shit? Main event time is the big dog, the greatest wrestler on this planet, Earth, the destroyer of The Undertaker. So now we don't have to see him anymore. Roman Reigns taking on the man with 17 U's in his name, Braun Strowman, in a, uh, was it a last man standing match? Yeah, sure it was. Um, What'd you think of this match? It was fucking brutal. It was really brutal. We all knew it was going to be. It was very good. Uh, These stair, or, um, they're not stairs. Yes, they are stairs. They're steps as well. The steps, <gasps> the metal steps uh, that Roman was just shoving into Braun's stomach. I was like, Jesus, please stop doing this. Watch their like besties. In they real probably life. are. So I funny. Would, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, how funny was the chair throw? Pretty great. That was the greatest. I like fucking love that. Uh, honestly, this is a matchup where it's you know how you it's like oh I've seen these people wrestle before and obviously you're going to see people wrestle each other more than once. Right. But this one, it's not boring. No, like, not it's, at all. It's it's still and it's Braun is the perfect person to really showcase Roman. Not that that's what they're doing per se. Right, right. It, it just is putting him against somebody who is bigger than him, kind of. I mean, like, he's bigger than him, but they're both, like, big guys. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't make him look little. I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's a really Fine. good person to put it. him against. Agreed. 100% agreed. A wild Samoa Joe appears and uh, chokes out Roman Reigns. So Roman cannot answer the 10 count. And Braun Strowman is victorious. And that is how Monday Night Raw ends. SmackDown Live uh, opens up with John Cena. And John Cena gets in the ring and, you know, tells us the story. Can we talk about sassy Cena? What was that dance he was doing at the beginning? I fucking loved it. I don't know, but it was great. Super sassy, super Cena. Try saying that 10 times fast. He's just having a grand old time. Dude, 
I wouldn't mind John Cena as our president. Like I, I wouldn't either. After watching John Cena come out just at that beginning part, like just John Cena in that opening moment was like, oh fuck, I really wanted John Cena's shirt. More on my wrestling t-shirts later, but still, with the way he talks sometimes, especially in this opening, like just the way he speaks, I am convinced that Mojo Rally is going to be the next John Cena. Like totally convinced. All right. You heard it here I'm first. I'm just saying. They have the same attitude. You heard it here first. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I fucking love Mojo Rally. Oh, John, my God. John Cena comes out, and he's uh, just telling us the story of last week, basically, when he got in the ring with Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, lost clean as a sheet in the middle and shook the man's hand. It is. Um, Cena is classy, a really good speaker when it's kind when it's improvised, and he accepts when he's lost. Kind of, he's he's a professional, and I feel like that's how Mojo is. Going back to Mojo, I could talk about him forever, but yeah. Anyways, continue what you were saying. Uh, and then what happens is uh, some Gregorian monk breakfast bullshit. I'm not even mentioning that right now. What I, oh. The first thing I'm going to mention right now is this god-awful new Baron Corbin music. I, that's what I just mentioned. It's a Gregorian chant is what it starts as, which oh. I think is ridiculous. Yeah, what the fuck was this? I, um, was, I just It was so bad. I just put in brackets, shouts, oh my god, I don't care, I don't care, which is really what I actually said when that happened. Well, you know what else? Big Banter doesn't care about Big Match Jonathan. I don't know if you knew this or got that from what... Shut up, John. <laughs> Nobody cares what you have to say. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the best. He knows what he's good at saying, and he just continues to say it over and over again. It's like All the hail one Big phrase banter. that you know how to say confidently in another language, so you yes. try and slip it in every time you can. God, you're so fucking idiot, Baron Corbin. <laughs> so Big... I'm... Go. I'm sorry. How how great was Mojo Rally calling out Baron Corbin after he like tried to attack him, and then I was like, "This is great." Admit that was great. It wasn't. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, so Big Banter says, "Shut up, John. Nobody cares about what you want or whatever. Who cares? You're not my dad, but you probably are." <laughs> and John Cena says, uh, "If you would like some, then sir, please come and get some here in the ring." And Big Banter says, I don't have to do that because, A, you're not my dad, as I previously stated, and, B, I have the money in the bank contract, and I do what I want when I want, and he goes to leave. I have breakfast for dinner because I am breakfast. He is indeed breakfast, the most important meal of the day, and he is the biggest breakfast of all time. Daniel Bryan has uh, some thoughts on this, and he comes out and says... Hey, I I had a vegan breakfast this morning and it was delicious. Also, you're gonna fight John Cena at SummerSlam, and then he, he walked away. He called him a dumpster fire. Oh yes, dumpster <laughs> fire chant. One of my favorite terms ever. He was like, you might. He was like, I don't know if you're a dumpster fire. I don't know if you're the future. And I just said, um, how about past, present, and future dumpster fire? Can we just get all of them? He's hope, a future dumpster fire. I hope this Baron Corbin. I hope this dumpster fire thing does not catch on. No, it's great. Dump your breakfast in that dumpster fire over there. Call call nine one one. There's a dumpster fire behind the breakfast Denny's. I could go on. So we're gonna get Cena and Baron Corbin at SummerSlam, which I believe is actually 
actually the match I predicted was going to happen. I'm pretty sure that is. Also, John is not impressed with my my really terrible jokes, you guys. I need reassurance that they are indeed great, terrible I am jokes. No, I'm just no-selling all of your jokes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not doing it on purpose. I think I'm just like, I don't tired. know. Tired? Uh, I am a little tired, but uh, I think uh, all these shitty problems we've been having have been just pissing me off, so understandable it's been a task everyone to get this uh recorded <laughs> marianne is just lying down she just does not she's not in it to win it anymore um i'm never really in it to win anything there you go confirmed right here unless it's tim don's love that i am all in you just made the list well you're probably gonna be lying down for a while marianne. <laughs> fuck you Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I apologize. That god was the, probably it. the meanest thing I've ever said to you. Yes, it is. Wow. Look at me. He loves me. I know he does. <laughs> you know what I love? The motherfucking Usos. <laughs> yes. I will sit up for this. Day one-ish. Usos, you know, they coming out doing their thing. And uh, they're going to take on the team of the Perfect Ten Ty Dillinger, which I believe gets one of these. You just made the list. Yes, I love his music. Oh, it's the best. And uh, one Samuel Zane. Also on my list. You just made the list. And my first note is, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And, you... and then it wasn't really. My second note is, I mean, it was all right. Yeah. What I a was waste very, of I was disappointed. I was so disappointed. Like, what a waste of a match that could have been fucking great. It would have been amazing. Like, Sami Zayn just kind of disappeared and took a nap somewhere. I mean, nothing against naps. I mean, naps are great. Uh... King of nap style. That's a shirt. For sure. The style of napping. But yeah, it was it was very disappointing, and he was gone half of the match. I don't know what the hell was going on. Uh, the Usos get the victory via the Tequila Sunrise, which was made famous in the late 90s, early 2000s by uh, K-Dog, a.k.a. Conan. Conan, dog. Let him speak on this, you guys. Uh, the New Day comes out. Well, Big E comes out. And uh, the rest of the New Day blindside the Usos. Uh, turnabout is fair play. Dude, Kofi in those slick red high top Adidas. Dig in them. He knows Kofi. what he's doing. Kofi continues to be my favorite. I love him. He is my boy. And uh, they beat the ever loving hell out of the Usos. And uh, day one is not H for the Usos this week. And I mean, speaking of that, we get another uh, episode of Fashion Peaks. The most important part of SmackDown. Uh, and it is the most important part because uh, the Fashion Police are back together. First of all, I fucking told you it was maple syrup. You said it was honey last week. It was fucking maple syrup. I apologize. And then, as I wrote, I told you it was maple syrup. I went, oh shit, they're in Canada. Yes. Boom. Also, yep. there's a hole in the pie. Why is there a hole in the pie? Is this a clue? Keep in mind, all of my notes are in all caps. All, the only note I have is, oh my God, it's Arn Anderson. Another what the John fuck is going on? Oh my God, what is happening? Another John Pingle favorite. The enforcer, Arn Anderson. Uh, fashion, you know, fashion peaks. This is fine. Fucking... Oh, my God, with a tie around his head and yes. that suit jacket that was actually too big for him. Very, yes. Um, yes, it was. But Ascension, you can stay. You can sit with us, Ascension. You're funny. You've ascended. <laughs> you have ascended. We had a very short Charlotte versus Lana match, so uh, that was a thing. Charlotte has a beautiful smile. Lana's outfit is bad. Um, 
those are basically my notes. Like, okay, first of all, let me go on on this. It is under no circumstances okay to wear a sneak sneakers with a dress. Like, especially with a dress that length, especially a dress that's sparkly. It does not look good. You can think it looks good with a skater dress, which I guess it might if you're wearing, like, Converse or something. But it, it does not look good. Ever. Like, I will take a picture of you and laugh about you if you're wearing a a dress or skirt over your jeans with tennis shoes, which I have seen and gone, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Rethink your life decisions right now. I'm going to rant about that. It is never okay to wear a skirt over pants or a skirt or dress with sneakers the end fucking hell also that slap was terrible yes it was and she has the ava marie weird collar going on which is nice that was sarcasm oh boy oh boy uh we had a segment that uh opened up with dad shane and uh daddiest shane this was just uh, a segment full of dads basically confirmed dads is that the episode uh, title? God damn it, yes. <laughs> Confirmed dads uh, in the ring. They all got in the ring and talked about their children for 10 minutes. It was adorable. They didn't mention them once. No, they did not. But there was that sick callback insult. Yes, so uh, Kevin Owens comes out, AJ Styles comes out, and everyone's saying, hey, uh, you're the special guest referee, but you kind of suck at refereeing. And also, here's some stuff that people did to you, and we see the AJ uh, attacking him in the parking lot it thing. It was like an an episode of Family Guy, where the whole thing is just callbacks to skits from the past. Yes, and we also get uh, Kevin Owens, uh, just a, a delight. Thank you for living on this earth during this time. He, he shows us, I believe it was uh, a Survivor Series where uh, where the title was vacant and we had a small tournament for the title and the finals were Austin versus Mankind mm-hmm. and Shane ran in with the the you know the the shirt the referee shirt counted the one two and then promptly flipped off Stone Cold Steve Austin um I believe that was his heel turn as well so I I wanted him to be like I was young I didn't know any better I wanted that to be his excuse and uh, Kevin Owens says yeah you can find uh you can find all sorts of of this kind of stuff of Shane screwing over people you can find it all on the WWE network I was like this is <laughs> At amazing least he's doing his job and you could tell everyone was like yeah good job you did a good job there <laughs> uh, Dad Shane gets uh, Pele kicked in his face. For his troubles on accident, obviously. Is a Pele kick that's not to the face still a Pele kick? Really? Ah. Really? I don't, I don't know. know. Notice my my notice my soccer poster in the background. Oh, look at that! Look. Oh. Oh yeah, and I have an a, an England team one too. Nice. Real real pathetic, but a fan out of obligation. Yeah. Um, Dad Shane. Dad Shane. Uh, we then had Carmella taking on Naomi and. Uh, I guess this was a match. The only thing of note is uh, James Ellsworth is back. Um, I know you deliberately did not watch the Lana and Tamina segment. Oh, no, I just... did. And then as soon as she said, I look up to you as a rep, I just fast forwarded because, no, you should I never just do wrote that. Tamina the butcher, the butcherer of everything. Good Lord. Because <laughs> you could see her fuck up and then try and refix her fuck up. And then it just kind of sounded really awkward from there. And it was terrible. Good Lord. Get like, it I together. Was, I was surprised she didn't go, blah, blah, blah. okay, let me say that again, and then do it again. Like, she was that close to going, blah, blah, blah. 
after she messed up, which is what you do not do as an actor. Yep. Ever. Uh, then we had, uh, I did not watch the Shinsuke interview. Did you watch the Shinsuke interview? No. Did you watch the main event? Um, how many times were we going to watch this match? And also, damn them gender chants. They were all for the gender. They are hindering the gendering. They are something. swiping right on yeah. Tinder Mahal. Is that how it works? Yes, I believe that is how it yes, works. Yes, yes. Yes. We both just did the swiping motion to make sure. Yes. Um, And I believe at the end of that, I don't know, Rusev kicks Randy Orton in the face or something. Oh, he does Rusev things. He does handsome Rusev things. Yes, the best kind of things. Uh, questions? I've been watching the G1, as I said. So, uh, yeah, there you have it. Good for me. There uh, were you, questions. You know what I will do um, after we answer the questions? I will give you my newly updated top 20. Sure. I'll give you my newly updated top 20 because I feel like I said I would be doing that every once in a while. And um, there it is. We'll, we'll do that. So uh, questions from the Facebook. Uh, Walter asks, what is your favorite? Gi- what are What are your favorite gimmicks from the last 10 years or so in WWE? So he wants us to go back to 2007. In the past 10 years, though, this could include recently. And to be fair, um, this is not a question that really works for me. I mean, it could it could work from like 2012 and later or 2011 and later. That's been in the last 10 years. What? That's been in the last 10 years. I know, I know, but I can't go back that far. You don't have to. No one's telling you to. To be honest, my biggest thing is I I could just answer as the greatest thing is happening now, and that's fucking fashion police. That's fair. I, I fucking love them. That's a fair uh, a fair thing. Uh, favorite gimmicks, obviously, best in the world, CM Punk. Uh, let's see other favorite gimmicks. Oof. Uh, anything Jericho's done, basically, all of his stuff has been great. He's reinvented himself, like. A million trillion times like Jericho's Jericho's gimmick is constantly a midlife crisis. Yes. Just all the time. Other gimmicks. What are my other favorite gimmicks from the last 10 years? This is a good question and I can't think of anybody else other than Jericho. I mean, the best friends between Jericho and Kevin Owens was great. I would say I think that's it. I'm trying to think. I like well, Alistair Black. Is the, what about the Shield? Oh, the Shield! Oh my God! Yes, the Shield was great. Um, well, we have to like Alistair Black. Yes, we've met him. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think and of he's older. Confirmed, nice dude. Yeah, I'm trying to think of older gimmicks, like, but I can't really think of anything going back ten years. That's insane to me that I can't do that. So there you go. That's uh, that's as far as we're gonna get a on slow, that. A slow, awkward answer to that question uh j tyler brown asks expectations for nxt this weekend well uh, i assume you mean the shows this weekend and i am not going to them so i have no expectations for the nxt show yeah i hope it's good there we go i had had posted today today being thursday on the facebook thing they're arriving in san jose tonight if you want to be a creep via my insider sources um Cassius Ono was like, I was like, do you guys want iguanas after the show? And he was like, Biff and I, and he put Biff in all caps. He was like, Biff and I would love burritos. And I was like, yes. And then I said I would take a picture holding a burrito, wearing my Biff Busick shirt of Biff holding a puppy, but me holding the burrito like Biff is holding the puppy, and it would be great. And Cassius's response was, you are a delight. You are a delight. And I am. (laughs) I'm very excited. Hopefully I can see them tomorrow and bring them iguanas. Iguanas, confirmed better burrito place than La Vic's. Fight me. 
and their orange sauce is better. It I is. Will fight all of you. I get to see Biff Busick's black soulless eyes in person. Uh, Have l- you looked at his eyes? They're black and soulless. I have seen them. Yes. Uh, Jay Tyler also asks, uh, should Nia J- Jax be sent down for additional training? I believe I asked or said this last week. Uh, no. I think that would severely hurt her gimmick if she was sent back I down. I don't know if you knew this, Jay Tyler Brown, but uh, she's not like most girls, so she will not be sent down. I mean, who else has she hurt? Has she honestly hurt more people than Bailey? I just, I can't even think of it right now. And the Bailey thing, I mean, okay, I mean, I... I guess that's her fault, or maybe it was just a fucking accident and those things happen. There you go. Uh, Is Bailey destined for bad news? What does that mean? I, I I assume he would say someone who has a lot of promise but ends up becoming Bad News Barrett. Because Bad News is indeed capitalized. Unless he's talking is... about Bad News Brown, and I hope she's destined to be Bad News Brown. Because Bad News Brown just kicked the shit out of people and it was great. Or Bad News Allen, whoever, whichever way you would like to call him. I don't know what she's destined for, but it uh, doesn't really seem to be greatness right now. Which is kind of sad. They really fucked that up real bad. Yeah, definitely. That is not her fault. That is the position she has been given. Um, I will tell you right now, and I got a notification from PWG that Pushing Forward Back will be shipping out tomorrow on Blu-ray and DVD. And this so is, if you guys uh, want to see me cry in real time. Uh, there you go. Plug for that. Uh, will Nakamura win the WWE Championship? Uh, the answer to that is, I don't know, but my heart says he better. <laughs> Even though, even though, honestly, I wouldn't mind if Jinder just kept gendering along. My heart says no, but my body, my body says yes. Will Ronda Rousey change the women's division? Uh, it just came out that she's been training, which is fucking great. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, she will. And she will change it for the better. And I, I will assume that, man, that shit's going to be awesome when uh, Basler comes up, too. That she's shit. so cool. I hope it I hope it gets to the point where we need to have women's tag team titles. That would be amazing. Fingers I really crossed. like that idea. Fingers crossed. Holland asks, if you got to hang out with one of your favorite wrestlers for dinner, where would you take them? PS, this is a playoff the Oni Lorkin, Cassius Ono requesting Marianne bring them burritos from uh, confirmed great place iguanas. Marianne, what do you have to say about this? Um, I had I I shared quesadillas with Chuck Taylor at a um, Hooters in Hollywood. So that's so you've already, already done it, basically. Um, and he <laughs> good for him. Seriously, good for him. Um, where it was would a Hooters? If you got to hang out with your favorite wrestler for dinner, where would you take them? First of all, who would you say yours is? Ah, uh-huh. um, I'd probably take Naito to. Where would I take Naito? original Tommy's <laughs> no he would hate it <laughs> I, I just um I, I don't know where I would I would take Naito somewhere for dinner where would I take them you know where I would take him I mean he, would I go would I be going to him or would he be coming to me if it's just like I would probably take him to um you did say original but I'd probably take him to original Joe's in downtown Ooh, that's a good one I've been actually thinking about a serious answer to this question um, I would I would love to hang out and just go and do coffee things with Cesaro. I think that would be so much fun. That would be cool. That would be amazing. 
Um, you know what? I, think... I, I would also, I'm sorry to interrupt. I would like to, oh man, I'd want to go. Okay. So I, Johnny Gargano would be another one, obviously, but where would I take Johnny Gargano to get dinner? And I would say, been. I would say just because he's a huge Disneyland mark, I would take him to the, the blue Bayou. Yeah. But then you, you have to be hella quiet there. Um, no, you, you, you don't. I've eaten there before and it is rather loud over there, but I, and the sound doesn't really carry that far over there. Oh, that's so bizarre. Cause I always yeah. figured it would be really awkward. Yeah. That would be great. Or, or you just fucking go to the, uh, wait, didn't your sister go to oh, D20, the... D, oh, I'm sorry. Um, D23. No, that's the convention. Club 23. Club, club 33. Club 33. That would be cool. Um, that would I would. Be great. I would. Hmm, this is a great question. Um, I think yeah, I would probably want to hang out with Cesaro. That would be fucking fun. Um, I would want to go somewhere because Chuck Taylor and I have pretty similar taste in food, although he is, albeit extremely picky. Fun fact. Um, he says that if it's a cheese that they don't have at Subway, he doesn't want it. Uh-huh. That's a quote. He was like, if they don't sell it at Subway, I don't fuck with it. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. I would want to take him. I don't know. There's a lot of really good places in downtown San Jose. So there are probably a hella good margaritas in fucking downtown Morgan Hill too. confirmed. You've been there. Yes. Confirmed. Yeah. Uh, the last question is asked by Wendell and he says the last Facebook question, the last Facebook question. Apologies. He says, uh, who wins the G1? Uh, will there be a title change between the main of? Uh, I'm sorry. Let me reread. Uh, will there be a title change in between to change the main event for Wrestle Kingdom 12? Ooh, what a question! So uh, let's see here. Let's just you know, I've already spoiled myself. I already know all of the. Um, our Lord and Savior Tetsuya Naito uh, is in the lead for. I'm sorry, he's not in the lead. He's tied with that air guitar playing ass fuck yeah you heard me hiroshi tanahashi john is just taking out all the stops today and guess what guess who has to who's it's whose last match it's the last match of block a is naito versus tanahashi so um i'm just gonna say and in the other side here we have kenny omega is down a point on okada but if he beats okada then he wins b block am i Thinking, I don't know. This is very tough for me because I want Naito to win just because that would fuck Always. up. That would fuck up everyone's plans of being like, oh, Naito. Well, wait, could they technically draw? It would fuck up everyone's day and he would enjoy it immensely. I honestly, I want to say the finals are the, would be the, uh, I believe it was B-Block finals from last year. I'd like to say that they want to redo that where they're going to do Naito versus Omega, which would mean Omega would have to beat Okada. Very hard, very hard decisions here. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's such a toss-up right now. I want to say that Omega wins, but then he would win two years in a row, and I don't know when the last time that happened was. I feel like maybe Okada did it. No, he did not. So I'm, I don't know. I honestly do not know. And I'm just going to keep saying it until we go to something else. Next question, because John doesn't know. Don't know. Are you going to the Twitter ones? Um, I don't have them. God, I, w- 
was I was so fucking hell. No, I got it right now. I was so prepared. I was like, I was, re- I was like, she's gonna have these questions. It's gonna be okay. Great. Do we want to do Keith first or Dominic? Um, let's do Keith's. Okay, so Keith, which is who is great at Yo Soy Keith, says one. How good of a kisser is Baron Corbin, John? Uh, I don't know. He's probably great at it. Ugh. Or he Ugh. thinks he's great at it. If we're talking realistically, he thinks he's really good at it, but he falls very short. That's probably that one. Um, Probably like he does in everything else. All right. Um, Two, what if The Miz was nine feet tall? It would be awesome. Awesome? Yes. Sorry. I'm just going to take it while it's given to me um that would be great <laughs> dude Miz versus great Kali Miz would still win yeah obviously all hail uh three wrestler most likely to steal a boat oh boy you, wrestler you can, mo- go ahead you can tell that that Keith just thought of these in like literally no time well, at all good wrestler most likely to steal a boat this is a great question Dean I mean, Dean, right off the bat, you would think would just like, yeah, I stole this boat. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to think of like a wild card, like kind of thing here. But I I feel like Fondango, I feel like I feel like Brizongo would steal a boat on accident. Yes. For uh, Fashion Vice. Yes. That's a good one, too. Um, I would also say that's it. I think that's it. I think those are I feel the like, other two. I feel like the circumstances, Dean would steal a boat just because he could. I think Brizongo Marty Skrull would, would steal, steal a boat. Huh? I think Marty would steal one because he's a villain. Oh, of Mar- course he'd steal Oh, Marty Skrull. Oh, if we're, talk- if we're talking like indie wrestlers. Um... Shit, that's a good one. Um, yeah, Marty Skrull for sure would totally do that. Um, but in the WWE, Brizongo would steal a boat on accident. Sami Zayn would steal a boat because he absolutely fucking had to. Like I, could, he I just could wanted a boat, it. yeah. Because I'm running for his life. Um, I feel like there's like a really obvious answer to this question that we just can't think of. But oh, I feel no, no, no. I don't know. That's a good question, Keith. Despite it being really random, and the fourth question just says one thousand Gregs, but he mean he meant to write two thousand Gregs. Um, the question being, what if there were two thousand Trent Berettas? That's not enough. Thank you. I agree. That's the correct. That's answer. that is. If anybody gets that joke, it's a reference to a Best Friends episode where they talk about clones and how aliens don't exist. Or how they don't think that, like, Greg believes in aliens, but he thinks that they're not, like, full-formed aliens. They're just little blobby guys, in his quotes, little blobby dudes. And they just take over other people's bodies. And so they were like, what if there was 2,000 Gregs? Hence that question. Um, Story time with Marianne. Last question comes from Dominic. Yeah, this is... uh... A hell of a question. Yeah. Um, I can't even find it. I have to scroll back. He just asks Far how enough. many shirts we have, right? He said, no, an exact... Uh, fucking hell. Oh, here we go. Sorry. How many wrestling shirts do you have? Because I just ordered four new ones. Ho oh, ho, Dominic. Dominic. Just four? Just four. He ordered John, four new ones. Four new ones, but you have to... Okay, John, how many wrestling shirts do you have? Roughly off the top of your head. I mean, probably 30 to 40. Impressive. How many do you think I have? Realistic number. 80. That's not a realistic Fine. number. Fine. Uh, 54. Really close. I have 56. I have I have a list. I wrote it down. <laughs> you have Sorry, a list? Just, I literally have a list because I had to count them out and I had Jesus. to write them down. I have one Ricochet shirt, one Candice LeRae shirt, 
one Bailey shirt, one Biff Busick shirt, one Seth Rollins shirt, but that's not including my two full Seth Rollins cosplay outfits. I have four Dean Ambrose shirts, two John Moxley shirts, a Dean Ambrose sweatshirt and sweats. That's not counting towards the 56. I have three Shield shirts and a Shield sweatshirt. I have one Dan Barry shirt, three Tim Daunt shirts, one Tommy End shirt and a Tommy End hat. One Mark Andrews shirt, one Pete Dunn shirt, two Trent Beretta shirts, three Best Friend shirts, seven Chuck Taylor shirts, but I'm pretty sure that I'm forgetting one because I don't have enough Chuck Taylor shirts. I have one Carl Frederick shirt, one Reno Scum shirt, one Orange Cassidy shirt, six Joey Ryan shirts, one Marion Fontaine shirt, one Jervis Cottonbelly shirt, one Zack Sabre Jr. shirt, three Cesaro shirts, one Sami Zayn, one Mojo Rally, and a pair of Zubas, um, one Wade Barrett shirt, two CM Punk shirts, um, two Dolph Ziggler shirts, and one uh, Chris Jericho shirt. The end. I honestly, John's looking at his phone. I, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm drawing. Uh, I actually can't think of... I was going to try and tally them, as you said, to, so I could at least get some sort of a number. Because when you were saying wrestlers, I was like, I know I have two of that person. Um, but off the top of my head, I can't really... I couldn't really go through it. I know I have, um, okay, uh, I have a Baron Corbin, Alexa Bliss. I have a Pete Dunn. I have, are we counting like a progress shirt? I have a progress shirt. Oh, yeah, because if we're counting, if we're counting um, promotion shirts, then I have a uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution shirt. Um, I have the Kevin Owens shirt I'm wearing. I have a Sami Zayn shirt. I have a Joey Ryan shirt. I have a Tommy End shirt. I have a Keith Lee shirt. Uh, a phoenix shirt a uh matt riddle shirt i have that's 16 and i know i have like a bunch more and i can't even think of them right now i have a candace LeRae shirt Uh, i have a mia yim which one is it it's the slayer one oh okay um i have a mia yim shirt i have a where is my johnny gargano shirt i don't know dude i feel like you were missing a i feel like you were missing your pete dunn one for a while i'm still missing it again i had to look back at a picture that i took a while back of all of the shirts that i had folded out despite me having way more now just to make sure i counted all of my i have so many joey ryan shirts like if you guys want a joey ryan shirt i have them they're smalls but i have joey ryan shirts um i have a lot Okay, um, I'm going to have to wrap up the shirt talk because my laptop's at 5%. Wrapping up that shirt talk, dog. So maybe I'll get a better count next week, Dominic, and we will uh, we'll figure What's it out. What's your then. favorite, though, real fast? Um, my favorite, I-, I would have to say probably uh, my Pete Dunn shirt. I love that shirt. Mine's my Orange Cassidy shirt or my Biff Busick shirt. I have a Biff Busick shirt, too. I have, I have a lot of hand-me-down shirts. Uh, Actually, no. Uh, Richard gave me a bunch of shirts, so. I love my Dan Barry better than you think I am tank top. That one's really fucking good. But yeah, let's wrap it up because John's going to like his computer. I got 5%. So here we go. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Uh, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. And uh, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network, patreon.com slash notlg. Any sort of donation would be appreciated. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Mike. They are the newest Patreons. I've just decided to keep shouting out Chris because he's 
a good brother. And um, that's it for us this week. Uh, hopefully next week uh, we will be praising Naito and his victory in the G1. If not, oh well. Uh, there's only one thing left to do, so Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell! <laughs> Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.